And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. Joining me on the phone line today is Pastor John Vance. Well, it's my privilege, and it's delightful always to be on with your audience, you and your audience. Well, we really appreciate you. Uh, You are a board member here at Redeemer. We have a small board, and sometimes that is a real blessing because uh, it's kind of lightweight. We can make decisions efficiently and quickly when we have to, and yet uh, you've got uh, years of experience, and you kind of keep eye over things, and I really appreciate that you're a board member. Well, well, thank you. I, I, uh, it, it's, it's a joyful thing, and especially to hear good news about uh, what is happening and that the Word uh, of God is going out uh, and people are, are supporting the ministry. Yes. So it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yes, we were delighted um, earlier, uh, just less than a month ago, on uh, I think it was the 8th of February, to turn on WDLK Woodlake which uh, serves the western part of Richmond as well in Virginia. So we're extremely thankful for that. And um, today we talked off mic just a little bit, and we were thinking about, wouldn't it be interesting to talk about some of the delusional thinking that's going on right now? And I I thought, well, let me give an example. I mean, this is as fresh as a note that just came across my cell phone here. And... um, My son wrote, he says, well, I just passed some random guy who was shoveling the end of his driveway. He was wearing a t-shirt, and he looked kind of funny at first from a distance, so I drove up closer to him. Come to find out, he's wearing a mask. And then he writes, there's not another house within 500 feet of his... (laughs) (laughs) of his driveway, nor anyone else around, and he's wearing a mask. And, uh, you know... This is a good point. Maybe we could use this as a springboard. I've also seen people driving all alone in their car wearing a mask. And I don't know, Pastor Vance, something has happened. It's like um, people have lost their brains a little bit. So maybe that's not a good example, but it's kind of something to get us started here today as we talk about how people think, and sometimes it's not too clear. Maybe you could take it from there. Uh, delusional thinking uh, is rampant today. There is no question about that. But delusional thinking has been a problem uh, throughout history. And when I, when I say delusional thinking, the Bible talks about delusions in the last days, and, and there are a number of other cases. For instance, uh, uh, King Saul got delusional and uh, paranoid. And so did Nebuchadnezzar. He he uh, eventually ended up mad uh, about eating grass in the field. But it's uh, human beings are very fragile uh, when it comes to crowd psychology uh, as well. Uh, I have a couple of books in my library that I consult once in a while. The first one is is, is quite extraordinary. It, it's uh, in fact that's in the title: Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds by Charles Mackey. And the interesting thing is that he, he wrote that in 1841. Uh. And he points out a series of historical delusions where there is mass delusion of people uh, uh, going after something. And then uh, there's a Frenchman who wrote a, a work in 1895 called Gustave Le Bon, The Crowd, The Study of the Popular Mind. And he talks about 
a delusional thinking. And I think it's LeBon who says about 30% of the people are subject to delusional thinking uh, in, in any given society. But I think today, uh, your illustration of the mask, uh, it's even more and more absurd in many ways. Yeah. Sometimes I hear another, I hope I'm not wandering too far off, um, sometimes I hear another opinion roll up on various uh, social forums, and it's concerning a bear in the neighborhood, how that it's been raising havoc. And um, uh, my dad had a bear break into his garage. Uh, he had left a little bit of meat around. He didn't realize it when he was still alive, my dad. And um, the the bear made an absolute mess of things. And uh, that was, uh, you know, just, just one wall away from where he was, you know, inside the house. And so they can be very dangerous. And yet, if it shows up on a social media platform, the people will say, oh, well, the bears were here before we were. And, uh, you know, you got to treat these bears as if they're, they're godlike almost. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, but there's been cases where they've, come after people because you got in between a mamba bear and her cubs oh and my yes we've we've got we've got four of them on our mountain here <laughs> they can be terribly dangerous and sometimes people are kind of they have a little narrative going on especially where we live you know near woodstock and rosendale and that sort of thing new paltz and they like to think a certain way but sometimes it's not quite practical not quite right not not really seeing things the way they are it seems well that's true uh uh seeing things the way they are uh, now you know i i taught uh uh in college for a number of years philosophy yeah. and so forth and there's a famous uh uh a statement uh, by heraclitus he was an ancient greek philosopher he lived before socrates and he said something uh, very important in one of his statements. We only have a series of statements from him, fragments. That's all we have. And in, I think there are about 38 or nine of them. And one of them says that, that uh, reality is hard to get at, or nature, he puts the word nature, yeah. is, is, is difficult to get at. And that's true. It's, uh, reality, is, is, uh, it takes an effort. To, to see reality and to stay in reality. And uh, uh, we are having real problems with that today. You mentioned the mask. Well, of course, that, that raises the whole question over the, the coronavirus that we've, we've oh, had yes. such a time with. Uh, but I, I just notice how, how wrong, for instance, our, even our government officials were, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, for instance, uh, told us that if we got vaccinated, uh, we wouldn't get the virus. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we were told uh, to wear masks and even double masks. And now today we, we discovered through about 80 studies of masks around the world wearing masks. And they're almost it's almost a futile effort to wear a mask to stop a, a virus so small. Mm -hmm. Someone said it was like trying to keep a mosquito out with a chain link fence. <laughs> uh, and this six feet stay six feet apart. That was totally arbitrary. They just came up with that. Uh, that didn't mean anything. Um, and then they narrowed it to two feet. Uh, so you go on and on and see. And, of course, the big one was uh, that you couldn't use certain 
certain medicines like ivermectin that they were no good, and yes. we, defi- we we find that it stopped uh, the spread of the virus in India. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, they were using it at, at a very cheap cost, and, and of course, the big one uh, for me is is about the lab leak. That there was there was no such thing as the lab leak that this occurred naturally in nature. Yeah. And of course, now the Department of Defense and the FBI, both which have the best labs in Washington and studying those things, say that it's most likely came from a lab leak. So you can see, uh, uh, and people were taking this uh, false information or unreliable information i don't uh, and, and and calling other people murderers if they didn't wear a mask or if they assembled in church they were trying to kill people i mean it, it's it's that is delusional thinking yeah it really is and um how we deal with that is one we we have to learn not to just believe quickly what we hear on tv from the uh, corporate media um, they often have an agenda, and people don't see that. I know a lot of the seniors will just kind of flip on the TV and get the news from, I'll name them, CNN, MSNBC, um, and some of the big names. And uh, just because it's on TV doesn't mean it's true. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Many times it's twisted. And so we got to be a little bit more selective here on, on what we believe. Well, the New York Times and the Washington Post, but particularly the New York Times, were, were the biggest uh, proponents of the idea that this was not, the virus did not leak from a lab. Yes. That it was found in nature. And so even our, our so-called greatest reputable newspapers or news outlets, but of course, I learned to mistrust the New York Times uh, back in the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have experience. <laughs> oh, I have, I have a definite experience. Oh, but anyway, uh, take gender fluidity. You know, the scripture is clear. God made them male and female. He polarized the sex into male and female, and uh, uh, there is a male. And the male has an XY chromosome in every cell of his body. Mm-hmm. The female has an XX chromosome in every cell of her body. And, and uh, you can't change that. It's fixed. But yet we have a dominant culture, particularly led by our universities, no less. Mm. Some of our major universities who subscribe to gender fluidity. Well, it, it, it's again, it's another absurd thing, but... Now we, we find out, I just, just read uh, today, that 20% of our young people are confused about their gender. That's a lot. This, wow. is, being false, this is being fostered uh, in, in places that should absolutely know better. Uh, but nonetheless, it is. Uh, it's delusional thinking. Now, I have no doubt that some uh, boys are more effeminate than others, and some girls are more, quote, tomboyish than others. Mm-hmm. But they still are either male or female, and uh, that's another uh, delusion that is, is hurting our children, uh, confusing them about uh, the way life is. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, some of this delusional thinking can get quite serious. Yes, it really can. Today we're talking with Dr. John Vance, a former pastor of Westminster Presbyterian Church, which is in Rock Tavern, New York, and Pastor Vance now lives in West Virginia. And um, he's a board member here at Redeemer, and we value his input very, very much. Um, we're talking about delusional thinking that we find seemingly all around us. 
Um, some areas of the country, Pastor Vance, seemed to be more infected with this delusional thinking than others. I wonder how things are, how would you characterize West Virginia, where you live? Well, West Virginia, of course, is not a rich state. It's made up of, uh, there are a few pockets of wealth, but not like, uh, for instance, California or New York or Florida. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's pretty down to earth. Yeah. And uh, beautiful scenery, of course, but it's, it's very down to earth uh, in many ways, most people's thinking. Uh, however, uh, make no mistake, I run into it quite frequently. Mm. Um, uh, so uh, there's no mistake about that. People still wearing masks. I, I, I went to get my computer fixed in Charleston, mm-hmm. which is a, a, a good-sized population area there. And I went to a, a Mac store uh, to get the, the Apple store. Uh, sure. It was a – they fix Apple products. Yeah. And, and here the young man was wearing the mask. I could hardly understand him. I kept saying, what, what, <laughs> what did you say? Uh, but he was wearing a mask and talking through it. Uh, and I was having a difficult time. Uh, but it almost tells you everything about him and the way, the way he is thinking. That, that mask became becomes symbolic and other types of things like that. So, yes, but not, not as much as you would have in, in our coastal elites. It seems yes. like our elites today are the ones that are the most delusional in our universities. Yes, and here in New York, um, it's it's quite a contrast. Um, you know, we, we live in the Mid-Hudson Valley, and so we're near some progressive centers I mentioned earlier, but as we get closer to Manhattan and that sort of thing, there's a wide <laughs> diversity of sanity, put it <laughs> that way. But yes. parts of New York State, as you get into the farming communities, uh, north and west um, of where I live, it's like you're in a different state. I mean, there's some people around that are very common sense, and um, I don't know, they're far more in touch with reality, it seems. Yes, well... Uh, you, you'll find uh, those people around the country, and I think they form really the heart of the country. Yeah. But but take, for instance, we, up in Minnesota, they started in the big city. Uh, Milwaukee and St. Paul area, that's a, that's a very large metropolitan mm-hmm. area, probably some four million uh, people. And, of course, they began to defund their police, <laughs> thinking that uh, this was equitable and that this would uh, actually reduce crime. Uh, of course, uh, our big cities who followed that are finding that they're in terrible trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, Por- Portland, Oregon has lost more businesses uh, than you can imagine. Chicago is, is shrinking rapidly because of this kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. It's hurt our big cities all over the country, and innocent people are being harmed. They are. Stores are closing. We're going to make some of these huge cities uh, uh, ghost towns downtown. Oh, yeah. Due to this kind of delusional thinking. I was glad to hear that the present mayor of uh, Chicago lost her election bid, and uh, who knows how it's going to play out from here as two other candidates fight it back and forth. But uh, Chicago, I hope that they can get a good mayor over time. I do, too. They need one desperately. Take Washington, D.C., though. They're passing laws now. They've got one law that if you've been in uh, the the city for thir- of the district for 30 days, whether they're citizens or not, you can vote. Now, here we could have Chinese communists and uh, Soviet Marxists oh, yeah. voting 
uh, in D.C. Yeah, we're going to lose our country if if they've been there thirty days. If this continues, this is crazy. We're, yeah. We are going to lose our country. This is absolutely insanity, and uh, it uh, reminds me of a pet peeve I have, Pastor Vance, of our, our southern border, how it's wide open, and the ones that are in charge right now are basically encouraging people to break our laws and come in, and then sometimes they're giving them very extravagant motel rooms to stay in. I don't know, over $300 a night in some of the uh, New York City motel rooms. And once they get there, they don't want to leave. And so uh, it's just one problem after another. But you start allowing people to vote that are not paying citizens via their taxes. And, oh, we will lose our country quickly. Oh, they have no interest. They have no interest in the country. Correct. It, it means nothing. You have no investment. That's right. That's right. Uh, so if you don't have an investment in the country, you're not. It certainly is an incentive if you do yes. to vote for the general welfare. But if you don't, you're not. And you mentioned uh, the Chinese communists, and I like to make the distinction because we have a, a wonderful daughter-in-law who is Chinese, but she's no communist. I'll tell you that. And there's a huge difference when we talk about these things. People need to know that we're talking about the Chinese. Communist Party, yes, as opposed to the Chinese so the people. 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 It's a big difference yes. there. Well, the same in Russia. I, I just met a wonderful Russian uh, young lady, a nurse uh, at Cleveland Clinic when I went up for a physical, and uh, she's from Russia. She's Russian Orthodox, and we were talking. She a, was a delightful person, but I certainly make a distinction between her and the Communist Party in You're Russia. Right. Right. Uh, you have an elite group running the country, and, of course, the Russians are kept in the dark about what's going on, too, as well as the Chinese people. And uh, China, particularly, uh, is one of the countries that I pray for, for the Christian uh, community there that's growing. Amen. Uh, there are 50 million or more Christians now in China, and it's growing, but uh, they're, the more they grow, the more they're being persecuted. Too. Yes, yes. Um, today you can almost picture our discussion here between me and Pastor Vance as some summer day kind of sitting out on the porch in a rocking chair and just kind of talking back and forth. And um, Pastor Vance is the one that's uh, far more informed than myself, but we enjoy this once in a while. We'll get together and have a talk here on A Plain Answer. Uh, Pastor Vance, another concern I have is um, the blind, it seems, sending of money to Ukraine with no end in sight and being concerned over the border of Ukraine whereas we're not concerned over our southern border here in the United States, and at the same time, neither are we concerned over the massive toxic spill in Ohio, and our president is off uh, talking with Zelensky in Ukraine. And I'm thinking, this is bizarre, and, and this, this definitely falls into the category of delusional thinking. We we have uh, raw politics today. Sometimes I, I, I I'm uh, uh, puzzled as to whether it's delusional thinking or deliberate. Yeah, action. good point. Um, a lot of it is delusional thinking, of course, and many of the things that I have talked about and you've talked about here today, we've talked about is delusional thinking. But there are some things that are deliberate. Yeah. And uh, I do believe that uh, we are losing this country through what I would call uh, a poor 
leadership, poor political leadership, whatever you might think about the ancient Greeks, and I'm speaking here of uh, Plato in particular and Aristotle, they understood that in order to have a good society, you had to have good leaders. Amen. And uh, it's important to have good leaders, and your votes mean a great deal. Uh, uh, look what happened in Pennsylvania. We have now a senator newly elected who uh, is unable to perform his duties. Correct. Because people deliberately hid uh, his uh, his his problems from us. Yes. Well, uh, we could see it when he came out. But but uh, newspapers, the New York Times says, oh, well, he, he'll get better. His doctor's already declared it. We don't even know if he's going to be able to get out of the hospital bed. He may have had other strokes and things. Correct. Uh, but, but this kind of, of uh, attempt to subvert the populace is a problem as well, and it's deliberate. Yeah. And so that has to be dealt with, too. That's another kind of thing, but it's important to deal with. You know, um, Pastor Vance, I'm looking at the clock, and we could talk for hours, and this goes so quick when we have you on the on the line here. Now, in the last um, three or four minutes remaining, um, there is great hope, despite the fact that we're observing delusional thinking and it's affecting our policies. Um, there's wonderful hope. Can you talk to that now? Oh, sure. I, I You know, there's a wonderful... Uh, wonderful quote from C.S. Lewis that I like uh, very much. I, I've used it a number of times, and it's something that, that keeps me uh, focused. He says about Christianity, and this is a wonderful quote, he says, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it I see everything else. Mm. Uh, it's clear uh, that... God in Christ, when he came into the world, he is the revelation of God and of truth and of reality. And he is called the light of the world. Uh, John 1 is a marvelous chapter, particularly the last part where it talks about that he lights every person's pathway, and then he also is the light of the world that lights us, and we are lights. You know, uh, Christ is the light, and through him and through uh, being Christians, we enter into a deep reality mm. that keeps us focused. And when we turn from that light, we turn to darkness. There's nowhere else to turn. If you turn away from light, you turn to darkness. And so I think the way, the hope is that uh, more and more of our people, I'm, I'm encouraged, and I hope it's a true revival that's taking place in Kentucky among the young people. Right. But I hope that it's a real return to the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and the worship of his name. You know, what you worship, you become. If you worship Christ and truth, you become that. If you worship idols, you become what the idol is. So worship is very important, and I would encourage people uh, to physically be in their churches and to worship with the people of God. And, of course, it's in that context that we have the truth of Scriptures, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for rebuke, correction, uh, a whole range of things that yeah. it does for us. It enables us to see reality the way it is. So it, to wrap this up, I think there's nothing uh, like the truth of Christianity, uh, the worship of, of God through Christ, 
and the study of Holy Scripture to keep us rooted in deep reality. Yeah, so true. You know, we are in the season of Lent right now. On the Covenant Home, we've been reading from a little book, Journey to the Cross, a 40-day Lenten devotional by Paul David Tripp. And one little quote he has in there, he says, The empty tomb stands as an eternal promise to you that God will always finish what he has begun in you and for you. And Pastor Vance, when we were uh, listening to your sermons regularly while you were shepherding the church and pastoring the church, you always reminded us that God is for us. And I know to my wife, Deb, that always meant so very much, so I want to thank you for that. Well, and also uh, a favorite image is the scripture that says that underneath us are the everlasting arms. <laughs> and no matter how things may develop, he has not abandoned us, and he does not abandon humanity. Amen. So he's at work in this world. That's right. Our guest today has been Dr. John Vance, former pastor of Westminster Presbyterian Church in Rock Tavern. And if you need to reach us and maybe send a note to Pastor Vance, just use the email here at the station, ministry at redeemerbroadcasting.org. For Redeemer Broadcasting, I'm Dan Elmendorf, and Pastor Vance, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And dear listener, please join us next week for another edition of A Plain Answer. Commit your way unto the Your trust in the Holy One Your righteousness will shine like the dawn The justice of your cause like the noonday sun Be still before the Lord And wait patiently Trust in the Lord and do good Make Him King of your deepest part Delight yourself in the Lord of Lords And He'll give you the desire of your heart Be still before the Wait patiently for Him.